this one is worse than the steroid scandal. Fuck this guy and fuck the Astros. Chris and I, for 459 previously produced episodes of our little program, have always managed to get back to one common theme throughout the whole time that we've been doing this, is that there are a lot of pretty dumb people, not only in the world, uh, that goes without a given, but we don't have time to go through all the dumb people in the world. Let's condone it down, or condense it, I should say, down to the wonderful and wacky world of sports. There are a lot of really freaking stupid people that call themselves owners, <laughs> players, commissioners, whatever, in the wonderful and wacky world of sports. And I've got to start at the epicenter of stupidity this week in uh, Major League Baseball because Major League Baseball seems to be just uh, at the forefront of stupidity these days. And I know Chris has got something to say, and I can't wait to hear it. I heard about this a couple of days ago that Chris was ready to do this. And I kind of thought maybe I'd just show up about a half an hour late today and let Chris go nuts for 30 minutes. But then I would then I would miss out until he produced him and I was out on my walks and I wouldn't be able to hear it. Um, what I'm getting at in a very weird way is what happened on Thursday from Kissimmee, Florida at the, at the opening day of the Houston Astros spring training season. Uh, in this case, because the Astros are such a special case, both pitchers, catchers, and position players reported to Kissimmee on Thursday because owner Jim Crane had come out and told everybody that was wanting to listen that he was everybody was going to apologize and everybody was going to, you know, put a proper smiley face on this little sign-stealing scandal that's been just rocking the world of baseball since it came out and when Manfred came out with his uh, suspensions of then Astros field manager A.J. Hinch and uh, general manager Jeff Lunau. But I got to tell you, before I, before I release the hounds and let Chris say what he's been just waiting to say, and Chris has got new glasses today and he's going to be able to see beautifully now. I don't know why I said that, but it just felt, felt about as, you know, Jim Crane is just pissing me off. Um, I can't believe that Jim Crane believes from his prepared statement. And, you know, here's the sad thing. Who are the PR people that the Houston Astros are employing if that's the only, if that's the best that they can do with a prepared statement? Now, in fairness, and there isn't, and I don't want to, I don't want to give a lot of fairness to these Houston Astros players because after I heard their prepared statements, they were a little bit better when reporters got them one-on-one -on -one at their locker areas. But from those prepared statements that, were, that came out Thursday morning from Kissimmee, Florida, I truly believe now that not only should the Houston Astros lose their 2017 World Series championship, I now believe without a shadow of a doubt that Jim Crane if he is the majority uh, shareholder of the Houston Astros, he should have to relinquish that majority share. If he is the outright 
full-blown owner of the Houston Astros. He should have to sell his baseball team. And I also believe, now stronger than ever, that there are a number of players on this Houston Astros team that need to be punished as well. Uh, I think part of the deal that Crane struck with the most, and I, I got to say this, and I can't believe I'm saying it, and I think I even probably got Chris a little pumped up when I said, I think we now have a new leader in the clubhouse as the worst commissioner in professional sports to Chris and I that used to go hands down to Jane Goodell's husband in the National Football League. But you know what? I think we have a new winner. I think Rab, Rob Manfred is doing a terrible job in Major League Baseball how he handled this bullshit with this sign-sealing stuff and giving the players immunity? How can you give the players immunity, Commissioner Manfred, when they were out? They were the ones out executing the plan? And remember, here's the thing that really fries my mind the most. As we sit here and we've seen uh, three or four people already lose their jobs over this, and I hope more to come. But, you know, here's the thing about this. A little computer nerd intern for the Houston Astros, started this bullshit back in 2017. Some intern started this. And the repercussions still, three years later, are ongoing. And I can tell you right now, folks, from the comments that you're hearing from Major League Baseball players, and I'll get into that more because I think we're going to be dedicating most of this episode to this ongoing bullshit with the Houston Astros. But this is going to be the longest year in the history of the old Houston Colt 45s franchise. And when they built the Astrodome, they changed the name to the Houston Astros. But the Colt 45s have been around since, I believe, 1960. And so let's put them at 1960. That makes this, what, a 60-year-old franchise. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be the longest year in the Houston Astros organizational history. Because every stadium that they go into, they're going to get fucked with. Every team that they're going to play, they're going to fuck with the Astros. Um, I can't believe, I mean, I I heard it yesterday, Dusty Baker, the new field boss on a one-year contract with the Houston Astros. After this year, Dusty Baker is going to gladly go into retirement after this year. This is going to be a tough year to be associated with the Houston Astros organization. And rightfully so, they brought it on themselves. But Dusty Baker has appealed to Major League Baseball hierarchy to make sure that there is some protection this year against four Astros players against pitchers that are going to throw at them. Let me tell you something. If I was a Major League pitcher, I'd be throwing at them every goddamn time I had a chance, especially at Bregman and Altuve and Correa and stuff like this, guys that have come out and said stupid shit. And before I get my blood pressure rising too hard, because I really want to hear what Chris has to say, I've got a bunch of things to say about this. Chris has a bunch of things to say about this, but it's now time to give the boss his proper due and let him go. But this is, I'm just going to finish this little, my little diatribe here, six minutes in. All I'm going to say is this is going to be, this upcoming season is going to be the longest upcoming season in Houston Astros baseball organizational history. Sir, the floor is yours. This story has really made me want to do an episode where we talk about the 10 biggest pieces of shit in sports and we throw John Jones on there and whoever else we can't stand and Palmero. I like that. Yeah, you know, I mean, we've done the top 10 list. We've done, you know, 20 greatest athletes of whatever and we've done worst people and all this stuff. 
but tap 10 pieces of shit. At this point, we just have to go all the way and just say, you know what? We got to get sick of these guys here. It should go without saying that if you're an owner and you find out about cheating, you should want to do something about it. You shouldn't want that reflecting poorly on you and your organization. To, to then have a guy like Jim Crane, who I'd never even heard of before, and I had to go and waste my time looking into this piece of crap. And then I find out he's just this dumb idiot owner. It's just that simple. He's just a dumb idiot. I mean, yes, he's done well in business, but as we all know, there's lots of guys who do well in business and in the real world are without integrity and without ethics. And this guy is just a piece of shit. I don't care if you own a golf course. I don't care if you bought the Astros. I don't care that you borrowed 10 grand from your sister to start your empire. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't care. I don't give you any credit for anything you've ever done. Good for you and your lucky ass. When you betray yourself with this kind of arrogance. I mean, I've seen arrogance in sports. I mean, really, we all have. But sometimes it's just one sentence that really sets me off. There's so many pieces of shit out there in sports. But once in a while, you get someone like a Rafael Palmero who does the really fake, poorly rehearsed in the mirror thing, pointing at the finger while lying to Congress to make it worse. And you get this shit. And this was one of those moments for me with Jim Crane, what really bothered me the most, yeah, I know there's the cheating and everything, and it sucks, but when you call a press conference, and you say, and your your answer, and you talk about how there's going to be an apology and everything, and your big sentence is, we won the World Series, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. That was the sentence that killed me. Like, that was the one that just flabbergasted me to no end. I know that some people have questionable ethics they're morally ambiguous i know that but to see somebody who is just downright sociopathic or psychotic when it comes to this just absolutely ridiculous i love that line in as good as it gets with jack nicholson from the mid 90s when the woman comes up to him and asks how he writes women so well because he's an author and he says i start with a man and i take away reason and accountability well, that's Jim Crane. Yeah. Jim Crane is a man, yeah. except without <laughs> without yeah. reason and without accountability. And to, to the thought of calling people together and having a worldwide media audience there and everyone's watching from around the world and like, okay, well, we've all taken the time to assemble or tune in or whatever. And what does this guy have to say for himself? Oh, we won the World Series and we'll leave it at that. Well, no, we won't leave it at that. You won't get to leave it at that, and we won't leave it at that, because we showed up and ha had all this happen because we're not leaving it at that. That's the entire point, you moron piece of shit. There's no other reason for us to get together to talk about it and all this other shit if it wasn't that we were not leaving it at that. You don't get to tell us we're going to leave it at that. No one's leaving it at that, you idiot. Jim Crane, there is nothing that could happen to this guy that would make me feel sorry for him or feel sad for him or anything else. Mike's absolutely right. Take the team away from him. Banish him for life. Find the living shit out of him. Fuck this guy and fuck the Astros. I, I started to wonder, to be honest with you, and I can, you know, obviously I get pumped up and, and uh, say things that, you know, but in this instance, the one that really got me was one where the owner, Crane, comes out and says... I don't believe this scandal has hurt the game of baseball. Um, let me tell you there, Elmer Fudd, you have done indescribable, 
uh, damage to the game of baseball, whether you want to believe it or not. And as painful as this is to me to say, I think this one is worse than the steroid scandal. For the simple fact that the steroid scandal was done on an individual, you know, on an individual per ass basis. This one has reaching ramifications for any team, obviously, that has played the Houston Astros. And this just doesn't reflect going back to the 2017 season. It is my belief now, especially after what happened in the playoffs last year, excuse me, in game seven of the division series in the uh, American League when Al- Jose Altuve took Araldis Chapman deep in, the, in game seven, bottom of the ninth inning, took him deep for the Astros to advance to the World Series. I truly believe, and again, it goes back to the speakers and, and Altuve running around the bases and not wanting anybody to rip his clothes off. Um, I just truly believe that the Astros started cheating in 17 and have perfected it over the 17 season, 18 season, and the 19 season. And I truly believe this has been going on for three years. I don't think this is this is uh, just for 2017. This has been going on for three years. And um, it's amazing all the players that have left the Houston organization since this scandal going back to 2017. All the players that have said, I'm sorry. Or Dallas, is it Keuchel, the pitcher? Dallas Keuchel started it. He's now a member of the White Sox. Before that, he was a member of the Atlanta Braves, but he was around in 17, collected a World Series ring from the Astros in 17. He started this by admitting that there was a problem and apologized for his part in the, in the, uh, this whole scandal. I thought even the interview that uh, they got on the Major League Baseball Network about a week ago, week 10 days ago, with ex-Astros manager A.J. Hinch, AJ apologized, but then they asked him about certain components, and OJ just, or excuse me, AJ just clammed up. He just would not. So come on, guys. They know this has been going on. And I'm still incredulous to believe that it was about three weeks ago, of, to my recollection, when Crane, the owner, came out and said, We will meet as a team when they report to spring training in Kissimmee, and we will have a statement, and we will have the proper apologies. I can't imagine what would happen and how bad these apologies would have been if they had had a month to prepare. I mean, it's just, I I just can't believe that somebody actually believed that these apologies were going to make us forget about what's happened over something that I believe has happened, has been going on for three years. So I think at the very least, the Astros should have to relinquish, again, their 2017 World Series championship. It's tainted. I don't care what Jim Crane says. And I also believe that Crane, depending on his, you know, does he own a majority of the the Astros or is he straight out the full 100% owner, whatever it is, he should have to sell his interest because the one thing baseball does not need in this day and age, as as baseball, in my opinion, is fighting an uphill battle, for revelance, and now more than ever after this. Now more than ever after this. And we can get into this new playoff format 
And I heard this morning about there's a new proposed minority owner in the Tampa Bay Rays and all this other crap that we could talk about as we open up another baseball season. But I think at the very least, Jim Crane cannot be one of the 30 or 31 or 32, whatever the hell the number is in Major League Baseball. He cannot be one of the exclusive club members that owns a Major League Baseball franchise or any professional franchise. This guy, to me, this guy, to me, should be shown the door like Commissioner Adam Silver did to Donald Sterling a couple of years ago by banning his ass from the NBA because this guy is as stupid as Donald Sterling is. That's funny you bring that up. That's exactly the analogy I was just going to say. I was going to say, give him the Donald Sterling treatment. And this guy is clearly just a say-anything hypocrite. I don't know if you saw in the press conference where he his direct quote was, our opinion is that this didn't impact the game. And then 55 seconds later, his quote was, I didn't say it didn't impact the game. Yeah. Yes, you did. Less than a minute ago. We've got it on video, you idiot. Yeah. It's unbelievable. This guy has to be kicked to the curb in disgrace. Look, even if they gave a great apology, which they didn't at all. They didn't give any apology. Even if they gave a great apology, we need to start looking at these guys in sports and applying the rules and the laws of the land to them as if they were Joe Blow in the public because they already get all this bonus shit. We don't need to compound it by giving them even more free passes on everything. Look, if you embezzle a bunch of money and get caught, you don't get to say, I'm sorry. My and bad. Get away with it. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, even if you just say like, hey, I'm really sorry, you're still getting your ass <laughs> sent to jail anyway. Imagine if you won't even say sorry and you say, oh, well, I amassed a personal fortune and we'll leave it at that. No, you're going to jail, you piece of shit. Like, it's unbelievable. And there's, there's no matter what angle we take on this, it's unbelievable. The arrogance of this Jim Crane asshole, the incompetence of Rob Manfred. And then, of course, with, you know, we already went off on Jose Altuve when the whole buzz in the air story broke. And then I said, well, what's he going to say? Is he cold? And no matter what he says, it's going to be stupider than anything I come up with. And then he comes up with, oh, I'm shy. And then the internet had a field day with that. Did you hear what Carlos Correa said now is the yeah. new excuse? Yeah. Uh, is, is this the one where he says that they won the 2017 World Series fair and square? No, this is... Oh, where, this was even better. No, no oh, he, no. Com he comes up with a new excuse for oh. why Altuve wouldn't take off the... Like, you know, because I told you on this show, I said, like, I could... I think I'm pretty creative. I couldn't come up with some... I can't make myself stupid enough to come up with something here. So Altuve comes up with shy. I don't know if Correa just made this up or if Altuve told this to him, but here's Correa's newest thing about why Altuve wouldn't take off the jersey. He said, quote... He's got an unfinished tattoo on his collarbone that honestly looked terrible. Are you kidding me? Does the, Do these guys think we're just idiots? Knuckle it, dragon morons? See, that's the thing. I mean, I think for the average person, you know, the average, let's say the average successful contributing member to society, you know, has... Uh, law-abiding. Yeah, law-abiding and, and does well and, you know, uh, you know, goes to work and puts in an honest day and all that. When you do that... I think you're sitting, maybe athletes don't realize this. I guess maybe they don't because they've got the success and the money, so they think they're better than everyone, maybe. But I think the average person just thinks, well, you know, I do a job that these dumb jocks probably couldn't do, and 
and I do really well at it and I get uh, a fraction of what they make for money. But, you know, I'm proud of myself and I, I work hard and I'm putting an honest day's work and all that. But I mean, clearly these dumb jocks are dumber than me, but they make way more money, get the success and the fame and everything else. So at least they must know that. But apparently they don't. So for someone like Carlos, Carlos Correa to not only get to have all this money and success, but think he's smarter than you and smarter than me and smarter than everyone else, <laughs> and that he can just say anything and we'll lap it up with a spoon here. Like, it's unbelievable. It's, I don't know what to even say anymore. I mean, this that even goes beyond baseball, beyond sports. That is just uh, a ridiculous way to look at the world. That is just knowing that there's no accountability for anything. And yeah, I don't know if we have to put viagra and rob manfred's water here or what we have to do but rob manfred has to man up and has to seriously do something about this because this is ridiculous we need strong adam silver like action you're right kick jim crane out uh, i don't know if you saw but there's the uh, soccer team manchester city i don't know if you heard about this story yeah i heard it briefly on the way over yeah. here this morning. so yeah. and i didn't i didn't get exactly what they did there but i mean they were doing something with uh, the financial laws and everything like that, right? Mm. So now, in and of course, in soccer, it's a bit different because you can be, they have relegation and everything. Like you can, to be in the good league, you know, you have to earn it. And then you kind of get dropped down to a lower league for a while if you don't, oh, okay. right? And so it's a, it's a privilege to even play in the big league, never mind win that, right? So now because, and they weren't taking steroids, they weren't, you know, right. cheating or anything like that in terms of on the field or anything. They were doing something with money. They were fucking around with their the financial regulations. Their punishment is they are banned from the big league for two years, and they've been fined 30 million pounds, or 30 million euros, rather. Right. Uh, so one know. of the two. So, no, it'd um, be euros now, wouldn't it? Uh, well, no, well, no, because well, Manchester I, City doesn't matter. England, it's, England just left the EU, so they're gonna have their right. They're gonna yeah, be, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, gonna yeah. be have their own thing again. So do, okay, but anyway, so let's say thirty. Well, I mean, really, that'd be about sixty million dollars. Imagine for messing around with your books a bit. Yeah, you get imagine getting banned from the major leagues for two years and being fined tens of millions of dollars. See, that is that's a punishment. That's what these guys should be going under. Yeah, and these guys, I mean, maybe we take El Tuve and we ban him from the Hall of Fame. Not that he has earned it yet or anything, but maybe we do something like that. Maybe we really send a message. I had tried to be really reasonable on this program recently, and I had said, you know, this is the first time. I, I, I know there's no excuse for having a buzzer on your shoulder, but at least if we set the precedent the first time, you know, maybe we... I don't know. I was just trying to be too nice, I think. But maybe you do have to just make a massive example for anything that there's absolutely no excuse for, like just blatantly cheating like that. And this is just, I mean, baseball couldn't afford this. No, this they is, couldn't. No, you're absolutely right. And and the reason I, the reason I believe that this is going to be the longest year ever for the Houston Astros organization from top to bottom. Um, and you know, it's funny, I was making jokes a couple of weeks ago about what it's going to be like for the Boston Red Sox to go into Yankee stadium. The Red Sox have not gotten their final results of their punishment from major league baseball yet. They have hired a manager, but on an interim basis in Beantown, Ron Renneke, the former bench coach for years for Mike Sosha in Los Angeles with the angels. And then the manager of the Milwaukee Brewers for about five or six seasons. He is now the interim manager until they find out what their punishment is going to be. But every day, every park that the Houston Astros go into next year, it's going to be a gong show. 
I really, truly believe that. You've got players that have made, and these are just the players that have made statements in the last couple of days. Dodgers pitcher Ross, Ross Stripling, I think I'm saying that correctly, says that he would probably throw at Astros hitters if he got the chance to face that team this season. Trevor Bauer of the Reds, used to be with the Indians, now was traded late last season to the Cincinnati Reds. He's calling the Astros hypocrites and cheaters. Cody Bellinger of the Dodgers, of course, feels that the Dodgers should have should be rewarded with the 2017 and the Red Sox World Series championships in 18. Bellinger came out this week and says they stole the, they stole the ring from us and the MVP from Yankees outfielder Aaron Judge. Of course, that's after the conclusion of the 2017 season. It was the Dodgers that lost to the Houston Astros in the 2017 season. So you just get a feeling here, guys, that uh, this is going to be ugly. I can I can imagine right now that every member of that Houston Astros team has October 1st colored out or marked on their calendar because that will be the end of what's going to be a nightmarish 2020 Major League Baseball season for the Houston Astros and everybody involved with it. And you know what? I don't give a damn. They've got it coming. And uh, I just believe that, uh, and Chris just said it, I just believe Manfred has got to get his act together and there has got, there can't be any immunity for players because the players went out there, as I said, I don't want to sound repetitive, but it's worth mentioning. The players cannot receive immunity in this scenario because the players were the ones that were out executing the game plan. And the players are the ones that were profiting from this sign-stealing bullshit. Does Altuve win the 2017 MVP without the help of the garbage cans? Probably not. Does I can tell you this right now. I can tell you this without any, any hesitation. That there's no way that Jose Altuve takes Araldus Chapman deep in the playoffs from last October, if he doesn't know the pitch is coming, there's no freaking way. When when uh, uh, Chapman is pumped up, he's hitting 105 on the on the gun, especially in a winner take all scenario of a game seven of a division series. And you bet he's pumped up to throw the ball even harder. And Altuve does not take Araldis Chapman deep to center field in Game 7 without knowing what the pitch is. I don't give a damn what anybody says. Yeah. So um, Manfred has got to man up. And you know, it's funny. And just 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 because I'm rolling here, I've already come up with a top 12 of pieces of shit. <laughs> um, uh, well, it won't be hard for us. I wanted to say, though, I, I do really like how outspoken Cody Bellinger has become. I, I've noticed that on a couple of different issues. I love that. Trevor Bauer talked for seven minutes with his response there. Yeah, but all I'm going to say, and then I'll 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 shut up. But I I I you know I I don't I know that we have said this many times before, and I'm reading this right from my notes because I don't have any better way to Scooby Doo along on this one. But with the tumultuous times right now for Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred, from this the problem he's having in Tampa Bay with a stadium issue the problem that he has with the Montreal people just won't go away because there should be baseball in the city of Montreal. I don't give a damn what anybody says there. 
But with all, with right now, with all the crap going on in Major League Baseball, and a lot of it, Rob Manfred needs to control. And I truly believe, with what's going on in Major League Baseball for Commissioner Manfred and the continued, listen to this, this is a good one, the continued malfeasance <laughs> of NFL Commissioner Mrs. Goodell, and certainly no, but no disrespect to NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman. I don't think there is any question now. Any question now that the best boss in professional team sports, without a doubt, is one Adam Silver of the NBA. And I'm wondering out loud here, as we sit here on this 460th episode of Unscripted, can Adam Silver, I know this can't happen, but my God, if we're shooting for the moon, why the hell not? Why can't Adam Silver be the commissioner of Major League Baseball, the NFL, and the NBA all at the same time. Well, there should be a lot of people out there that should be able to do a good job. But Adam Silver is the uh, gold standard, shall we say? Yep, no <laughs> Adam, Adam Silver is the gold. But uh, yeah, he is. I, I guess this by default makes Gary Bettman the second best of the big four, which is hilarious. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm sorry, but I'm not showing any disrespect for Bettman. I think Bettman has done a very good job in his now 26 years as the head of the National Hockey League. I have no... No ill will toward Mr. Bettman. My ill will goes toward the baseball commissioner and the NFL commissioner. Well, Gary Bettman's done a number of things that have annoyed me over the years, but the way that he stuck to his guns and even that famous thing where he stayed up all night with, uh, with uh, what's his face, Donald Fair. Donald Fair, yeah. And they, and they emerged at about 6 a.m. looking like they've been through the ringer and, and how Bettman just wouldn't give in and, and was willing to lose a season to get the cap. And I mean, he really did a great job there and, and really worked his ass off and good for him. And that's great. And that's that's something I just don't know if we'll ever see Manfred do. Manfred just doesn't do anything so far. Maybe he'll do something at some point, but he needs to really do it soon if, it, if it's going to happen here. Because Roger Goodell, yes, he sucks and he's an idiot and he's the most overpaid human being in the world, but he at least will hand out punishment sometimes. And even that usually fucks up like Ray Rice, two games. And then everyone, and then like Josh Gordon has a drink and he gets a, a season and like, right. he, it's all over the place, but at least he is willing to handle punishment. He's more than willing to handle punishment. Even if he gets it wrong at, at this point, we have to hope that Rob Manfred hands out some punishment, even if he's going to get it wrong. But I guess you're, I, I think you might be right. As long as he does absolutely nothing, as long as he's the Justin Trudeau of the sports world, he, <laughs> nice just, one. he just does nothing. Even whether you allegedly agree or think you agree with what you think he stands for, even in that ridiculous circumstance, the guy, if they don't do anything in the end, it doesn't matter. And this guy is doing nothing, Rob Manfred. But there were lots of people that seemed to be good people out there in baseball, like Cody Bellinger and Trevor Bauer. I liked Ian Rappaport's response. He said, what an amazing opinion about Jim Crane. What an amazing opinion. If it doesn't help, why are you cheating? I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just unbelievable, some of this stuff. Pat McAfee said after the press conference, the Astros just somehow made themselves look worse. Like, I mean, yeah. if anything, you should at least use it to take the edge off. That's all you can really hope for. Andy Nesbitt says, I was wrong for calling the Houston Astros cowards. Turns out they're just idiots. Like, <laughs> like I mean, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's a shocking, disgusting display. And like I say, baseball couldn't afford this. They already were just considered so low down. I, I just... I can't, they, they, they're not exactly selling out their, their stadiums or anything. 
I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if this is, this might even temporarily, at least the very beginning, lead to some people wanting to watch Astros games to see people shit all over them. Yeah. But after I'm, that. I'm interested. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not convinced crazy stuff's going to happen. Maybe people won't care enough to go to the park. Maybe they'll see just so disgusted they'll stay away. I think it'll be interesting when the Astros visit Oakland because obviously the A's we found out this week had filed a petition with Major League Baseball about their concerns about the Astros and the sign stealing before A's pitcher Mike Fires went, you know, viral with his comments. I think it'll be interesting when they play the A's. It's definitely going to be interesting when they play the Yankees in New York because the Yankees feel that they uh, have a couple of things stolen from them. Um, it'll be very interesting when they play uh, if they have an interleague series against the Dodgers, it'll be very interesting to see. But I think the first time around, in every major league park that the Astros go into, it's going to be a gong show. And we're going to need Chuck Barris there to MC because I truly think it is going to be a gong show. And I would be very interested. It's too bad that Philadelphia is in the National League with those fans because I would love to see the Astros. Back in the days when the uh, Astros were in the National League, if this had happened then, I can't imagine what the Philadelphia fans would have done to the Houston Astros circa 2020. So, but you know, I got to say this in all fairness, I, because of, again, my affiliation being born in the state of Wisconsin, it always comes back to that with me. But you know, I took a lot of stuff from people over the years, even going back to the days in on the radio because of Bud Light, Bud Seeley as the owner of the Milwaukee Brewers from 1970 until he took over as commissioner of Major League Baseball. But, you know, Bud Bud Light did some, you know, he he got us through the steroid era, but Bud Light also and and of course Bud Light it was on his it was on his uh, watch that we lost the 94 World Series. I get that. But part of that was millionaires and billionaires, meaning the owners and the players couldn't decipher or figure out how to uh, get their prerequisite part of the pie, how to, how to, you know, divvy up fairly the massive amounts of money involved with Major League Baseball. But obviously Bud Light had something to do with that. But I got to ask the question right now, if you put yourself in the scenario that baseball is in right now, would you rather have Rob Madfred or Bud Selig as Major League Baseball commissioner. And I'm going out, and again, people are going to say, well, Mike is biased and all this stuff. That's fine. I don't give a damn. But I'm going to tell you one thing, folks. Through this cavalcade of crap, stealing one of Chris's lines from one of our just uh, produced episodes, it was uh, just done a couple of weeks ago, but through this cavalcade of crap that Major League Baseball finds themselves in right now, would you rather have Bud Light steering the ship or would you rather have rod manfred steering the ship and right now with all bias aside i think it's a slam dunk and i go with the car dealer from milwaukee i go with bud Selig. i can't believe in retrospect now that at one point it was a big deal and it still does bother me but it was a big deal that he called the 2001 all-star game a tie after 11 innings and it, it was still stupid and just 
What an astonishing lack of creativity. I mean, just, okay, send out a few position players to lob it in there for fun. Absolutely. Make Turn it, it into a softball game. Yeah, make it like the make it like the NBA All-Star game where they're just standing out of the way and letting them hit, try big fancy dunks. Let them just turn it into a home run competition for the heck of it. Why not? I mean, Great point. just yep. an astonishing lack of creativity. If you really wanted, wanted to protect the pitchers like it was such a big deal, just go have fun with it. Have some guys toss it in there and just have fun. But, I mean, that just pales so much. That That is so inconsequential compared to what we're talking about now. And this guy is just unbelievable. I mean, I, I don't even want to really compare, uh, get into a comparison with him and Donald Sterling with Jim Crane or anything. But, I mean, from Rob Manfred to fail so spectacularly so far, and who knows, he still, he still technically has time to do the right thing here. Yeah, he does. But man, but I, he's backtracking now. He could have set the tone by sending the proper message a couple of weeks ago when he started, you know, handing down the suspensions. I don't think, me personally, I don't think Manfred was prepared. No, his silence speaks volumes, Correct. and he clearly wasn't prepared. And I think a lot of these guys, you you know, they it's such a such a nice position to be in. You you get to be rich and famous and so severely overpaid, and a lot of these guys just. They want the status quo and they don't want to rock the boat too much because they just kind of want to glide along and enjoy the gravy train and what a lucky spot they've got in life here. And uh, he, at this point, we have to assume that he was one of those guys that just thought, I'm just going to be the commissioner of baseball once in a while and make a minor decision, but I just coast along and make a ton of money and, and life's easy. And no, you get paid that much money because at some point you have to do the right thing. And it, it shouldn't even be hard. I mean, you get so... It's not like, you know, someone at their regular job, again, where they might get some good coaching from their boss, and they might not, they might, whatever. Here, you have tons of media and tons of fan access and social media and tons of other and industry experts and your peers and all the other teams. And you just have... You have literally millions and millions of people giving you the answer, telling you what to do. Your fucking job is an open book test. You, like, how are you... Like, all you have to do is pull the trigger here. Like, everyone's telling you what the right thing is. And it's just shocking how some of these empty suits get to their spot. It's just luck. Like, it really is. And I don't care what his resume says or anything else. And I don't like... I don't want to say it with any envy or jealousy because, frankly, my life is better set up than a lot of people that have way more money than me because I made some really good decisions, frankly. There's no envy or resentment of rich people or successful people here. But the fact is, a lot of them are just lucky. Jim Crane, yes. you you Look, a lot of people borrow 10K from their sister and it doesn't work out. And then you're really fucked, no, right? No. You got lucky... Rob Manfred got lucky. You both got lucky to get where you are, and now you're being exposed. And this is what I hope happens with Tom Brady if he goes somewhere else. Just getting exposed for what you really are. At the very, very least, you're overrated. And at worst, you're just a worthless piece of shit. I still, and I think we have to incorporate this, I've got 12 on my top 10 list of pieces of shit. I've got 12 names already. I, I just can't tell you how seriously I would take the research for that. And every ranking would have to be so perfect for me, like to say the list. Man, and, and plus it has to be, is it all time or currently, you know, living or dead? Like, I mean, I, oh, I need on my to list, all these morons are alive. Are yep. they all still in the thick of it? Oh, for sure they are. You okay. want to hear it? 
Uh, if you want, yeah, because we'll, when we we'll do an official one at some point, but uh, you know, and I'll be really, I'll really take my time. But yeah, who do you got in there? I'm not going to put them in any particular order, but this one would be at the top of the list no matter what. Mm-hmm. Johnny Manziel. Oh, well, he he would never be number one on my list, but but uh, he'd be number one on mine. He'd be number one on yours, really. Uh, here's a guy that that had the had the forum of being the Heisman Trophy winner, major college football, and. He pissed away an opportunity in the NFL, pissed away an opportunity in the CFL, pissed away an opportunity in the AAF, and he can't play in the uh, XFL because he's got a uh, uh, w- what we believe, you know, that that he's got a uh, offense. He's got a, he's got criminal a record. record. He's got a re- criminal record. Number two is Jim Crane. Number three is Jose Altuve. Number four is Alec Bregman. Number five is Carlos Correa. They're like all from this. this Number six, out of respect to you, is Rafael Palmero. Number seven, out of respect to you, is John Jones. Number eight is Roger Goodell. Number nine is Alex Rodriguez. Number 10 is Barry Bonds. And my two extras are two from the media business, Skip Bayless and Colin Coward. That's my top 12 of morons. Coward doesn't bother me as much as he bothers you. Uh, the rest of them I can't argue with whatsoever. And that uh, was just but... off the top of my head. I didn't even have time oh, to research. Oh, yeah. We're not even thinking about... Oh, geez. Like, we could come... Think about... Man, I... This, like, if we really had enough time, we'd we'd want to rank, like, our top 100. Okay, Mike's <laughs> number 100 and Chris is 100. Okay, next. Chris, Mike's 99 and Chris is 90. Like, we'd... Like, really... We're just going to amalgamate episodes 470, 475 <laughs> through 480, and it'll just be our top 100 pieces of shit from the wonderful and wacky yeah. world. Of Join us for yeah, yeah. The, the next year is a 50-part series <laughs> of pieces of shit in sports. That's all it is. We just ignore the Maybe news. Maybe to save some spots, we'll just put the Houston Astros organization. Oh, man. We've got to run on this 400 Jesus. and... Uh, 460th. All right. Nice. 460th episode of Unscripted. We could go on forever and ever and amen, but we've got other things to talk about and other assholes to talk about here on the other episodes this week of Unscripted with Mike and Chris. Having said all that, for the executive producer of Unscripted, Mr. Chris Fluke, I'm Mike Jansen. Until next time.